So as in the case of most, most health issues, the space around cervical cancer is also filled with a lot of confusion. So we have picked some perceptions that exist widely in our society and would like you to clarify those to our audience as myths or facts. So the first one is uh, vaccine affects the mental, menstrual cycle in females. Vaccine? Yeah. No, vaccine doesn't do any such thing. Uh, where did you where do you get these? I mean, is this something that if if you wanted to look for the vaccine, it would come up on the net or something on its own? A myth like yes, that? yes. Is that it, I mean, I think it's a common perception, right? Because uh, it's related to the reproductive system, right? So I think that's why it comes up. True, but actually it attacks the body as a virus. It's an antivirus that is in the body. It is not necessarily only for the reproductive system. It's just So when men take the HPV vaccine, it is not going into their reproductive system. For men, their mouth, oral, penile, anal cancers are also caused by HPV vaccine. So it uh, by HPV, sorry, by the virus. So even they take the HPV vaccine, it's not affecting their reproductive system. It's for oral and mouth. It's an antiviral vaccination. So it should do it has nothing to do with your reproductive system per se. It doesn't do anything to the menstrual cycle. Uh, and the second one is cervical cancer only affects elderly women. Okay, so uh, this is something that I have also um, come across multiple times. What happens in women? is that once you hit menopause, after menopause, your immunity level starts to fall down, right? While you are, while there is menopause and while you have your regular cycles and everything, the body is far healthier. When after menopause, the woman's immunity naturally starts to reduce. So if she did have the infection and the immunity had kept it in check, the minute your immunity begins to fall, the infection begins to manifest. And you will begin to maybe in... 10 years from the time your immunity has fallen, you might show cervical cancer signs. So it seems like that is a peak. Yes, 60, 62 is a peak. Even 40 is a peak. 40-year-old women also see cervical cancer. At 60 also we see cervical cancer. So it's not like elderly women get it. But yes, because of a drop in immunity, if they already had the infection, it would have manifested maybe around 60 or a little over 60. So that's the reason that these women, we see the peak in cervical cancer. It's not otherwise, it's not like elderly women get the infection more. No. It's a progression of the disease after your immunity starts to fall. Okay. So um, the third uh, fact uh, or myth is cervical cancer is inherited genetically. So like I told you, it's a virus. There are a lot of cancers. You have to keep an eye on your history. Right? If cancer is in the family, the tendency of your body to respond to carcinogens is a particular kind. So the chances of you getting any kind of cancer is more. Therefore, there is always this point of keeping an eye on your family history. Yes. But per se, cervical cancer is caused by a virus. Right? So the virus does not come down your genes. The virus is gotten from the environment. So it is not, not as such. But we say 99.9% cervical cancer is caused by the HPV infection. Right? So there is always that 0.1 chance that it has come in from somewhere else. And to be aware of cancer in the family, to put it down in every medical document you have that you have cancer in the family is important. So we are not negating the fact that you need to be aware of the cancer history in your family. But cervical cancer per se is a viral infection and not caused by 
any genetic factor. All right. Um, moving on to the fourth, HPV virus spreads through sexual contact. So HPV virus spreads through sexual contact. Yes, it is the largest sexually transmitted infection. Therefore, we always say that when we go to schools and colleges and we give our talks, don't just have the women come in, have the men come in. Because the men are equally important to the eradication of cervical cancer, right? They are the carriers. They also get the HPV infection. It does not cause any fatal um, cancer for them in large numbers. Like we say, 99% cervical cancer is because of HPV, and largest number of women we lose due to cervical cancer. Therefore, cervical can it becomes very important for the woman to be aware of it. But the men also get HPV infections. They have oral cancer, they have mouth cancer, they have penile cancer, they have anal cancer, they have multiple cancers, and the virus spreads through touch. It is a like the HPV, uh, HIV virus, we say it, it moves through body fluids and things like that. The HPV virus is through touch. So it is a skin contact that, that transmits the virus and it reaches your cervix due to, it's as a sexual infection, right? There is no other way for it to be. So it is a sexually transmitted infection, not the disease. The disease is not, cancer is not being transmitted sexually. Only the infection will go. So yes, largely it is. And which is the reason why uh, one of the factors for preventing it is to be aware of your sexual history, to have to have protected sex and things like that, which is something that, you know, in our country, uh, if you, I can take five minutes. In our country, HIV, we started talking about it much later in the day because, you know, it's taboo to talk about sexual diseases. How do we say it in a way that doesn't offend people, blah, 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 blah. By the time we actually got to talking about it, it was... The whole world had done a lot about it. HPV is very similar. We don't talk about it. We are not comfortable talking about it, which is why as an organization, we go to the youth. Largely, we go to schools and colleges because it is the youngsters who don't have a problem talking about it. I don't expect women my age or your mothers to be talking about sexually transmitted infections. But the youth don't have a problem discussing it, right? So th therefore, we go to the youth to talk about, about this and yes, we would really want conversation around it because there's no way that we are going to eliminate cervical cancer till we don't start talking about it. Um, so the next one is uh, males aren't affected by the HPV virus. Okay, I think I've made a lot of noise about this through this talk already. Yes, men do get HPV infection and it manifests as cancer in multiple areas of the body. They are also carriers of it for cervical cancer in women. So men definitely need to be more aware of their role with HPV. And if you were to travel out, out of the country to study or whatever, you would be asked to take the HPV vaccine, whether you were a boy or a girl. All children would be asked to take the HPV vaccine. It's only in India that we don't do it. So yes, boys, men are as much. So ma'am, how will men get the vaccine since it's not available for men in India, right? So for example, if a man wants to travel abroad, then how will he get the vaccine? No, no. If, he, if you're going to study, they're going to ask you to take the vaccine because it's a list of vaccines for you to come. Most may HPV vaccine be over. So okay. if you're traveling, nobody takes the vaccine. That's just malaria or whatever is a normal thing that they ask you to take when you fill up your visa form or something. So if he needs to take the vaccine, if it is mandatory and you go like my son, when he went, we went to the doctor and said that these are the vaccines he has to take. He was given the vaccine. And there are some 
pediatricians in India who are doing the vaccine for well. We've met two such people in Delhi. We even interviewed them. I think it must be up on our uh, YouTube somewhere. We asked them why they do it and they said that because it is supposed to be for boys and girls and I do it. I inform all the parents of boys that they should take the vaccine. Some do, some don't. So there are some pediatricians who are okay to, to give the vaccine. But largely, as a rule in our country, girls get the HPV vaccine. It's available for girls. So legally, like boys are not allowed to get it? Legally, there's nobody stopping you legally from taking it. But as a mandate for doctors, if you have, like you have a list of vaccinations. So for pediatricians, it, it specifies HPV vaccine for girls. So if you want to be on the right side of the, of the directives that come from medical profession, they will say it is for girls. And it is for girls. But the world over, it is for boys and for girls. Okay. 